Good morning. Today is Monday, February the 12th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the first quarter of 2024. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Psalms, and today we're studying lesson number seven. The reading for today is called Create in Me a Clean Heart. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask you to please be with us today as we study this Bible study guide. Send us your Holy Spirit. And Father, we thank you for so many blessings that you give us every single day. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. We begin the reading for today with a question. Read Psalm 51 verses 1 through 5. And the question is this. Why does the psalmist appeal appeal to God's mercy? Why does the psalmist appeal to God's mercy? Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, only you, you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. And so why is the psalmist appearing to God's mercy for, his, for forgiveness for his sins? For the sins that he has committed, his sin is ever before him, he says. And so that's why he's appealing to God's mercy. King David pours out his heart before the Lord, asking for the forgiveness of sin during the spiritually darkest moments in his life. Forgiveness is God's extraordinary gift of grace, the results of the multitude of your tender mercies. King David appeals to God to deal with him, not in accordance with what his sin deserves, but in accordance with his divine character, namely his mercy, faithfulness, and compassion. And now we have a couple more questions in our reading. We're supposed to finish reading Psalm 51. So Psalm 51 verses 6 through 19. And here's the questions. How is forgiveness of sin portrayed here? What is the goal of divine forgiveness? So let's keep those questions in mind as we read. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Hear my joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore, me the, restore to me the joy of your salvation, and withhold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise, for you will not delight in sacrifice, or I will give it. You will not be pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up walls of Jerusalem. Then will you delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings, and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. 
So how is forgiveness of sin portrayed here? It's a cleansingness, a, a, a cleansing, uh, a purity, created me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. And so forgiveness is, is portrayed as a, as a cleanse, cleansingness uh, of our dirty, dirty heart. What's the goal of divine forgiveness? The goal of divine forgiveness is to draw close close to God, it seems, from, from reading these verses. Draw closer to God. Draw, draw nearer to Him. Uh, have a good relationship with Him because, you know, sin separates us from God. Divine forgiveness involves more than a legal proclamation of innocence. It produces a profound change that reaches the most inner parts of human self. It brings about a new creation. The Hebrew verb bara, translated create, depicts divine creative power. Only God can bara, only God can produce a radical lasting change in the repentant person's heart. Dave ask, David asks for cleansing with hyssop. He feels that his guilt keeps him banned from the Lord's presence in the same way as the leper is banned from the community while the state of uncleanliness of cleanliness lasts. His fears that sacrifices cannot fully restore him fully because there was no sacrifice that could atone for his premeditated sins of adultery and murder. Only unconditional divine grace could accept David's broken and contrite heart as a sacrifice and restore David back into harmony with God. By asking for cleansing with hyssop, he wants to return to God's presence. And now we end the reading for today with a question. Here's a question. If God can forgive David for adultery, deception, and murder, what hope exists for you? So with me, I'm very, very fortunate because uh, my sins, however bad they may be, they aren't looked upon as bad as the sin of adultery, deception, or murder. And so there exists hope for us. And most of us haven't done those that trifecta, David's trifecta of adultery, deception, and murder. Uh, and, and so the fact that God forgave David for that gives us hope that we can be forgiven as well. We haven't done as worse or as bad as what David has done. So God can and will forgive us if we, with a sincere heart, repent and ask for forgiveness. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for, for sharing David's heart with us so we can see what he went through and what was in his heart. We ask you to forgive us for our sins and cleanse us as well. Please be with us the rest of this day. Protect us from any harm and keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning as we continue to study this Bible study guide called Psalms. Thank you and God bless you.